Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! KZZ on the beats, yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. You, you, you. Welcome back to Don't Be Alarmed, we're Negroes. I am the bearded mocha brownie Mitch, and on the other side is the beige nougat brothers sugar and we are the new R&B group the 19th hole with hits what about the baby remix guts golfers <laughs> need love too and the new single t-box love what's happening Suge? goodness oh my goodness man I am I had to pick myself up off the floor <laughs> Um, because you know of our new venture here, so I'm I'm looking forward to our uh, our our packed venues. Yes, sir. When, we, when you book us out there, so you know if you want some of that, Mister Beige. Ooh yeah, let us know. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us um, give us a rundown for this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, man. This episode we're going to cover uh, the tiger some tiger news of the week as we always do. Last week's Travelers Championship, the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. This week's uh, KPMG Mortgage. Or wait, I'm 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 hold on, man. Let me do that again. This week's Rocket Mortgage Classic, the Volunteers of America Classic, and then we're going to get into our diversity topic and story, the Shipping Invitational Tournament, and kind of talk about how this is an opportunity for Black golfers, uh, both men and women to get you know access to tour events so mm-hmm. very uh we're gonna get into that that's that's a great topic um the front nine we're gonna get into our top dj quick songs and mm-hmm. i know i know y'all gonna love that uh our back nine and pars and prep we're gonna try to talk about finding your zen place finding a calm place to crush those nerves when you're out there on i'm playing the rounds what are we hating on our, our weekly segment uh the gigging golf song of the week ain't say shit by currency jay worthy and fendi p mm-hmm. from that newly dropped jet life family recordings too man yes indeedy the another hole. banger another banger the 19th hole is in the building we heal new r&b group get with us right so then we're, gonna, we're gonna close it out with the final shout outs always so let's roll into our wow. tiger news of the week there's not a lot of news with Tiger, but there's a lot of hate out there about why he didn't accept speaking engagements and speaking on the mic and doing all these things. Man, just stop the Tiger hate, man. I'm I'm just over it. The man did so much for the game. Get, get over yourselves. Like it enough is enough. How do you feel about this, Shug? Yeah, man. I mean, I you know, this this man's journey to health is is on a on a on his own track and is on his own time. So I think, you know, let's respect that. 
I think that a lot of people, they just don't have shit else to talk about. You know, um, they want to bring things up. And I think they're just throwing hate to throw the hate. But, you know, you know, like Tiger's a real champion. He's going to prevail. It's just a matter of time, man, because Tiger going to come back and put that oops upside your head. Yes, indeed. Know no, it. He's going he's gonna to end up getting the records. He, I mean, he yeah. will make it his purpose to get there. We'll see. Yeah. There's a lot of people that doubted his last major, and then he won it. So, you know, fuck on with that. Yeah, I see. There's a lot of guys out there, man, playing with, with a lot of injuries, man. And if the Tiger to me is, is you know, the – He's got that titanium, you know, Phil might have them titanium calves, but Tiger got that titanium mindset, man. And back. Oh. Mm-hmm. For sure. Shown up. Yeah. So that's all for the Tiger News of the Week. Stop the Tiger hate. We're over it. Um, before we get into the tournaments for this week, uh, you know, it's hot outside and we want to make sure that you guys bathe yourselves in the sunscreen because it's hot out here. Like Nelly said. So For Your Eyes Only has the perfect sunscreen to protect that skin and help you win. So let's hear from them. Hey, golfer, gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skin Care, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code Don't Be Alarmed at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code Don't Be Alarmed at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Black Barb's trying to keep us protected out in this heat. I appreciate we, it. We've been pretty lucky last, uh, I would say the last week and a half. There's been some cooler weather coming through these parts, but I know that that fucking slap you in the face shit is on the way. That heat is coming, y'all. Yeah, and I'm not looking forward to it. Nope. It's, it's going to be a little rough. And unless you want to be chocolate, extra cooked up black, put on, some, put on some sunscreen, please. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, and, and don't forget, man, water is important. Drink that shit. Yes, indeed. I, I know some cats like to have a good time and enjoy themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't forget water, man, because you ain't drinking water and hydrating right. You, you have a short day. Yep, you sure will. Mm-hmm. As chocolate dropper, He's, <laughs> he experienced a hot flash or a heat stroke before, so mm-hmm. no fun. Uh, How's the weather down there? <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> give us a review of uh, the Travelers. All right, hey man, Travelers Championship went into man like eight overtimes. So yeah. this this was a. This was a trip. <clears throat> um, Harris English took it with the 267. <laughs> I'm still dying. <laughs> a 267 uh, minus 13. And he took home $1.3 million mm-hmm. and turns uh, in four rounds of 68 or better, man. That's some amazing shit. 
um, some amazing play. And he survived an eight-hole sudden-death playoff for his second tour win of the year, beating and he beat Kramer um, Hickok. I think that's uh, he might be one of them cats from across the pond. Mm-hmm. After both of them birdied on the final hole of the round to get to the playoffs, so that's it's just crazy environment, man. Um, for those guys, it was actually a, a a record for that tournament, and that that record dated back to 1961 and 62. So. Um, what do you think about the weekend? And there was a lot of cats in contention, but uh, they just didn't make it. It was, and my pick was uh, Brooks, and uh, eesh, you know, things happen. But uh, you know, the all the playoffs and everything that everyone had, it was it was awesome. I'm glad that um, you know it, it was a good weekend for golf. Um, we were in the midst of our tournament, so we missed it, but it was kind of cool to kind of pop into the clubhouse and look and see all the, the extra rounds of golf that we were playing. And it just went down to the wire. So, uh, great for golf. Um, but my pick was not so good. what do you think? Yeah, me, uh, I had Sam Burns and, uh, Patrick Cantalay and neither one did, you know, not nowhere near the top and, you know, in contention, but, uh, the golf was good. And, you know, I, it's starting to show that I think, you know, I'm going to ask you a question, man. Some, you know, you think some of these guys are starting to maybe hit a wall. I do like, so we've had some big tournaments, some majors, and a lot of people have prepped for those things. Right. And it takes a lot to prep up to the masters, right? Like everyone's focused on that and just the prep and everything. Like, I think there's just a little burnout, a uh, little loss of focus, but they're out there getting those checks. You show up, you play, you make the cut, you're going to get that check. So, yeah. um, you know, this is a job for these guys, and I understand that. So I can understand the fall off. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens this week. So Yeah, and you're seeing some guys that are, you know, playing some really good golf, just not not close enough. I think Bubba, Bubba looked pretty good out there, um, you know, and it kind of fell apart over the weekend. And then, you know, the the one guy – I really wanted to, you know, was kind of rooting for was uh was Jason Day. But um, you know, it for him it kind of looked like he was hurting, man. Like he would he'd hit a shot and and then sometimes he'd kind of wince and things like that, man. That's not good, but you know, I I appreciate the spirit cuz sometimes you just got to play through shit that's just going on with you, you know. Well, my picks, actually I had Brooks listed, but I also did have Bubba. I did mention Bubba last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I remember that. And I I Bubba played well all weekend and, you know, just his uh, secret sauce did not work on Sunday and, and it's okay. You know, Bubba's playing well. Uh, Something's in the water with Bubba and Phil, like they are totally different people. They got something going on. They're playing to the, to the folks and social media and stuff. And, and we appreciate it. So I fucks with Bubba heavy and I fucks with Phil heavy too. Cause he's, he's a trip. Um, yeah, <clears throat> that was some funny shit. If y'all ain't seen that, uh, there's some social. There's a there's a video of Phil bending uh, Bryson's club out there, man. So if you you haven't seen that, um, go uh, go check that out, man. Check out Phil Mickelson bending the club and just looking at the camera like, what's happening? Yes, indeed. Well, let's roll into the KPMG ladies <clears throat> tourney. So uh, go ahead and give us a rundown on that. Yeah, Nellie Corda 
uh, just amazing, man. Wins <sighs> the major with a 269 uh, minus. Uh, she had a negative 19 for her efforts. She's going to take home 675K. Some decent bread, but not, you know, it's nowhere, still nowhere near the men's. Still going to continue to bring that up. She did turn in a 68 in the final round. And she actually, this this lady, man, this young lady won back-to-back weeks. So now she won the tournament the week before. Now she comes back and she wins the major. So talk about doubling up, man. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, this is her sixth victory. And she's pretty much gaining momentum over all the field. Yeah. Um, what you, What do you think about that, man? Well, I she was my pick, um, and yep. so I was with it. She was taking the momentum, and it was only a matter of time, right? For weeks, we've been saying like, "Hey, if these quarter sisters catch fire, right? They're gonna be on top of the golf world." Well, guess what? Yeah. Here we are, and they're all in the mo- in the news and the media and stuff. So I fucks with Nelly Corda tough, you know. I fuck with both of the Kelly, the 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 Corda sisters tough. So. Um, no doubt. I, I appreciate that. Like, I, I like the play. Um, they, you know, the stage is not too big. They they know where they're at. So um, we'll we'll see what the future holds for them. What do you think? Yeah. I, the ladies, I mean, both the sisters, man, they and uh, just doing a little bit of, you know, reading on both of them. Um, they come from some championship pedigree. You know, their their dad won um, an Australian Open title mm. in tennis. Um, and their mom, I don't know if she really won any titles, but she was definitely a, a pro tennis player as well. And her brother, their brother, actually, he's on the, he's on the tennis tour and he's won some, he's won some events already. So, I mean, just think, just think about that household, man. Like the whole household is just an athletic family and to be able to play, you know, the sports they love that I think that'd be pretty cool. I agree. That's a, a winning pedigree. Kind of like the shit. Yeah, like the Manning family, you know? Yep. Hey, and shit. you know, and not to mention her sister's the number three golfer, right? Yep. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's so, a come up. Yeah, man. Um Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But you know, that event too, um, you know, and, and a couple things that I read out there, that event, there was a lot of ladies that that were towards the the top or were in contention that were children of immigrants to the u.s and i thought that was pretty cool because there's a there's a lot of stories out there and they were highlighting that um during the coverage and talking about how you know a lot of these ladies had you know they're they're pursuing their passions because their parents you know wanted to find a better life so i think thinking about that we've talked about a lot of diversity topics and and how the how this game can really you know, help people. I mean, look at this. These are positive examples of how these ladies are chasing their dreams. They're able to do it in a professional way on the, on one of the highest stages in, in professional sports. Yeah. And you know, it's a means to an end, right? Golf can do that for people. So that's just, to me, that was a beautiful thing, man. I totally agree. Shout out to the women's golf. Keep doing your thing. It's growing. You can tell people are paying attention. I appreciate it. Hey, yeah. Shug. We like to ride in style on the course, but we also like to push in style. Mm-hmm. Moto no Caddy doubt. got us right with that M5 GPS DHC electric caddy. It has downhill control, electric parking brake, nine-speed settings, GPS, onboard charging, and many other features. Moto Caddy, the number one cart company in the world. In the world, Craig. 
mm-hmm. can get you right for the course today. So head over to motocaddy.us and check out all the dope push carts they have to offer. So shout out to MotoCaddy. Yeah, no they, doubt, man. They laced keep us. Yeah, man. They they keep on pushing. You guys are taking over the market, but we appreciate you sending us some things and and uh shout out to Mikey, you know. He's he's yeah, covering the US and 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 doing his thing. So, shout out. Uh let's get into the Rocket Mortgage. So, uh give us the details on that. So, this tournament will be at the Detroit Golf Club in Detroit, Michigan which is a private club, par of 68, total of 5,967 yards, so a shorter course, and was designed by Donald Ross back in 1899. Mm. Dusty. 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 It's got a course rating of 73.6, and the the total purse is 7.5 million. So again, major bread for these cats. Um, you know, I know it's split up, but still that's, that's good bread, man. Yeah. I'll take it. Help the ladies out. Yeah. Uh, Bryson was the previous winner in 2020. Nice. With a final score of 265 and a minus 23. Nice. And this has been a PGA event since 2019. So what say you about this tournament? I'm excited because you got the nerd Bryson DeChambeau. Mr. Buff himself in the business, in the building. Um, also, Jason Day, for him to pop back on the scene and get in there. Yeah, of course, you got Bubba. You got Keegan out there. You got Ricky Fowler, who, who you know, started in the graveyard. You know, that the Undertaker was was lowering the casket on Ricky, and and he reversed it. You know, he's he's back in and, and playing pretty well. Um, the good thing about this tournament and the thing that stood out for me is there's three brothers, Harold Varner, um, there is uh Tim O'Neill, I believe it's his name, um, that one yeah. that John Shippen, and mm-hmm. then there's Willie Mack the third that is is gonna compete in this tournament. So nice to have, you know, a few sprinkles of color in this tournament also. Um but Willie Mack, Willie Mack by, might be a pimping out there too. Just, yes sir. We, we can't confirm or deny that, but just with that name, you gotta, yeah, something pick. cracking always, always. Um, and so my pick is Bryson to win because you know he had a uh, tough few few weeks, uh, just not closing things out, doing his thing. But um, I look for the champ to repeat. Um, he he plays great golf still and has been consistent and doing his thing. And then Jason Day is my sleeper, right? Because um, he played well. We haven't seen him on the scene in a while, and he placed in the top ten. So he's getting his feet yeah, he wet. Did. He's placed. He got his feet wet, and he's back in the building. He's traveling. He's back to his old self. Uh, remember, people were pushing Jason Day, Rory McIlroy, all these guys uh, to to be the next Tiger. So let's 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 see what what happens with Jason Day, and then of course uh, shout outs to Tim O'Neill who who is a play in. Via the John Shipping, which we'll talk here shortly. Willie Mack the third, the Mack himself, and Harold Varner the third, C Pipes, Street Double, uh, in the building. So let's see if we can get some color on the top of that leaderboard. Who's your mm-hmm. picks? I'm gonna go with uh Sung J M. 
I still I, there's something about that guy. I think he's going to win one of these tournaments one of these days. That's your pick, uh, man. I think he laced your pockets. You always say that guy. He might. He might have, man. Yeah. But I'm I'm hoping. Um, I just when I look at the way he plays and the way that he can strike the ball, I just think at some point he's going to be able to get one of these tournaments. Yeah. I also like Bubba. Yep. I think Bubba can play. I think he's been playing well. I think he's just, I think he's a couple bad shots here and there. Um, you know, he's got to avoid the hazards. Sometimes he, he'll hit some shots and you'll just be like, how the fuck did he do that? And then, <laughs> and then, then he'll hit a shot and you'll be like, how the fuck did he miss that? Cause it just, sometimes it, it, in some of his game, it just, to me, when I'm watching, it just doesn't make sense, but it, but somehow he still works it out, you know, um, I also agree with you on the sleeper of Jason Day. I think that guy is going to be coming on strong. If he can get his health right, I think he, he's going to be him and Tony. I think are two of those guys you got to watch because they they're they're you know Tony's not. I don't think he's playing this weekend, but um, you, you got to watch those guys. But I also think Matt Wolf. Um, that dude has a weird ass. He's got a weird ass swing. Yeah. Um, but. When he's got a hold of it, I think he's, I think he's pretty, pretty spot on with his accuracy. Sure, I agree with that. Hey, throw Kevin Kisner in there for me, also. Kiz is is a sleeper and he plays well. Um, and I believe in the last tournament of these ones, he was in the top five of this. So throw Kiz in there for me, also. So should be a good tournament. Um, looking forward to it. Um, let's get into the Volunteers of America tourney. Give us the rundown on that. So this will be at the Old American Golf Club in the Colony. That sounds like this. I don't know about this, man. It sounds a little slavish. I can't lie. Yeah, it sounds a little, yeah, a little Amistad-ish. Hey, master. Right. The Colony, Texas. (laughs) Um, With the par of 71. A total of 6,475 yards. This was designed by Trip Davis and Justin Leonard. Um, and it's a, it was designed recently. So I think it was in a two, it was uh, within, within this, I would say within the last 10, 10 to 12 years that, the, uh, that this has been a design course. Um, this course has a rating of 75.2. And this event has been uh, on tour since 2018. Angela Stanford was the 2020 winner. And again, this is what some of the guys are probably going to walk away with. But there's only a $1.5 million total purse. Mm, mm, mm. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, and there's a lot of players, uh, a lot of a lot of ladies this weekend who are sitting out in the top 50. Um, actually, both in the PGA and, and, and the LPGA. Um, but you know, there's still a lot of good, uh, a good, you know, golfers out there and, uh, we'll see what happens. So what do you think about this, uh, this weekend's tourney for the ladies? Should be a good tourney. The purse is low, not a lot of top players, but we get to see golf and that's all that matters. And we get to get familiar with the ladies of golf. You know, as my cousin said, he wasn't familiar with the ladies of golf and now he's watching. So this is a chance for us to just continue to watch and learn about the women of golf. So my pick are, is Stacy Lewis um, playing well. Maybe nice. she can grab this win. And then the sleeper, Lizette Salas, played well, uh, la- played well last week. Hey, she did, man. I watched her. 
take that momentum in because she could have won last week. Take that momentum and just get this dub. She could probably step in here and make some noise. But she's definitely on the radar, mm-hmm. playing well, doing her thing. So uh, those are my two picks. What about you? I agree with you on uh, Lizette Salas. And she's one of the ladies that uh, they were interviewing along with um, with uh, with Nelly Corda. So, yeah, you know, they just their stories are are um, go out there go out there and, and read some of their content man. it's it's they have some their passion and the way that they approach things is is pretty cool and you can see it in the way that they respond to questions and things you know things of that nature so very impressed with um with her and the way she plays also um i'm gonna go with c young kim i think she's been she's been playing some good golf as well um so you know, I think this is an opportunity for maybe one of those ladies who hasn't won a tournament yet. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Well, let's roll into another golf match. The match is coming up. Rogers and DeChambeau, Phil versus Brady. Um, it usually features Tiger Woods. Um, is not there, I believe. Uh, Charles Barkley is one of the commentators. Um, which should add to uh, some excitement and a bunch of shit talking. So I love that. Um, who's your pick to take the match? Well, you know, I'm. I gotta go with. I gotta go with my man Phil Titanium Calves, and he's got some. He's got them old dusties <laughs> on his feet, man. And he goes out there and, and hits bombs. So I'm gonna go with Phil and Brady. Even though I like, I have to be honest, I am an Aaron Rodgers. I do lean Aaron Rodgers way, but, you know, he ain't playing with Phil. So I got to go with Phil and Brady. Well, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers and the nerd, the buff guy, DeChambeau. I'm rolling with him. Uh, I mean, if DeChambeau can put it out there and if Rodgers comes up and is the natural athlete that I think he is, um, he's a little younger than Brady. Brady, remember, in the last match, had a bunch of excuses why he wasn't playing well and was kind of crazy. But Phil is a master of, of coaching people and getting them ready for tourneys. So should be good. Should be good to watch. Good entertainment. Um Love it. Love that they're having guests, commentators, and doing all these things. So we need more of this. Maybe a couple of these a year. Yeah, it you know, would be dope. Mix it, up, mix it up with some people. You know, throw throw Bubba in there with somebody. And, you know, maybe Bubba and Steph Curry. And, and throw ask Michael Jordan to come out and play with a pro, too. I think that would be a all-time great, too. So, uh, uh, it would, you know, maybe maybe it should be like, like Roy McElroy and Trick Daddy. Whoa. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. Does Trick Daddy even play golf? Hold on, you just can't. You just can't throw people's names out of here. You know, just be like, oh, we just gonna throw everybody out here. <laughs> Why not, man? Why not? You know wow. that. You know that'd be that'd be kind of funny. Like Bubba Watson and Devin the dude. Like, whoa. Let's see what happens. No, I'm just playing. Y'all. They may not get out the camper. I mean, because they might. Yeah, because Devin might, might see smoke them out. Right. Bubba just said, hey. We hit par today. <laughs> <laughs> just keep rolling. Just yeah, for where sure. We, where they eats, where are we going? Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Goodness. Um, speaking of the rocket mortgage, and you know we're 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 a diverse group. Um, for this podcast, 
um, we have our diversity topic of the week, which was the John Shippen Invitational. So give us a rundown of this, this tourney. Like, did you, did you watch it? What happened? Um, you know, there was, there was a field of men for the men. There was 21 invitees. Um, and the winner was Tim O'Neill, mm-hmm. who's actually 49 years old. Right. So keep grinding. You never know when your opportunity is going to come up. And right. then the ladies played. And uh, they had a two person team and Shasta Everhart. Avery Hart, I think is her name, and Anita Uwadia. They scored well, and they got an exemption into the LPGA's Dow Great Lakes. Um, And Shasta has been on the tour before, and then she had some injuries and kind of went off. And uh, uh, Uwadia, she was born in Nigeria. She went to the University of South Carolina and has not played on the LPGA tour. even though she has uh, some starts on the uh, Symmetra tour. So it's kind of good to see it. It's actually really good to see these ladies showing up and getting a chance to play in these tournaments. Um, and, and to see Tim O'Neill uh, actually being in the rocket mortgage mortgage this week. So shout out to the John shipping. Um, we talked to Ty from deuce. And he has uh, his hands in a lot of things. And he put, he put us on to the John Shippen and what was going on. And he was going out there. So shout out, Ty, to you. Um, no doubt, man. And uh, it brought a lot of awareness to this tournament. And, and actually, this Sunday, they are going to do a special um, or did a special. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll find out the details and get that out to you guys. Right. And and you just kind of want to um, talk about it and listen to it. But Tim O'Neill has been all on the Golf Channel. So this is exposing and um, just putting people of color in golf in another light um, out here. And and uh, Mac the third was in this similar light just a few months ago. So it's it's really cool to see these things happening. Um, it's really cool to see the community of uh, minority golfers coming together um, and just trying to make a splash and support each other. So um, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, it's bringing awareness and having these, uh, you know, having access to be able to see this and not have to be there in person. Right. So I think if you're we always talk about kind of growing the game and how do you get people that look like us? you know, out more and playing and getting better so that they have opportunity. And I think this is, this is the, this is the door that's being open wide um, for a lot of these guys and gals to go out there and really showcase their talent and to not only showcase their talent, but exceed and soar and to be able to get their, you know, access to the tour through these events. I mean, it's just an amazing opportunity and it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of people They we just talked about it a little bit ago, you know, how can you, how can you do something different and make yourself have a better life? Right. Yeah. This is a way to do it. Um, and if you can play this game, it can open up a lot of opportunity for you. And that's just, it's, it's really cool to watch and see that. We need more sponsors, events, and coverage, right? So, you know, I see there's majors out there, but all these other tournaments that are out there that these pros play in, 
let's do something like this. So we'll have a John shipping. We'll have a, you know, a do Supreme tournament. We'll have, you know, this other tournament that gets these exemptions into these tournaments. So these guys and gals have a chance to play. And then we also need a little more coverage. Where, where are the black channels, man? Like, I know BET is owned by MTV and, and we got centric and shit out there. Okay, man, can we throw some sports on these channels, man? So we can watch live, get some cameras out there. You know, I know you want to show us Medea and all these things on repeat every weekend, but man, there's some live events out there, sporting events with black folks that we would love to see. So can we get some, some centric coverage or some BET coverage or, you know, something? Uh, yeah. for these events um, and to help our people grow you know people always say hey we're for the people well step up now's the time to step up we're trying to do stuff step up and do some shit yeah tyler perry should cover that shit for you sure know, instead of making another you know Medea goes to houston you know 18 <laughs> you know I, <laughs> I think you know come on man i'm you know i'm just i know the, the movies have a place and i know we're probably gonna get a lot of hate i like the movies yeah. Don't be don't be dissing my movies. Yeah. No, that's that's okay. They that's all right. Come. If that's your shit, that's your shit. Okay. They, they I'm coming I'm, after us now. Yeah, that's all right. But you know, I think you know, we have to find ways and to leverage the the power of these media giants. You know, I'm not saying that Tyler Perry doesn't support folks. He does. But it would be great, you know, to see maybe him, you know, and, and maybe get together with other folks to to create some kind of a sports media opportunity for for you know it, it's not professional levels there's all kinds of things that happen um that are not covered yeah i agree and and so, diddy you got revolt out there yeah you know the way to get in there and maybe start a, a black sports channel i don't know right. but if it ain't something. out there if it ain't out there you somebody can out get yeah. out there with some money and do something so yeah we need something special out there um, highlight the HBCUs, golf tournaments, football, mm-hmm. basketball, all these guys, and also all, highlight man. this this golf, you know, with our people and put them out there and let them know and get some exposure. So, uh, let's do something. So, be like the Negro, the Negro, the Negro Network. Yeah, the Negro <laughs> Network. I like it. Speaking of Negroes, one of my favorite Negroes in the world of music. And all the homies will tell you this is DJ quick. And so our front nine is going to cover the top nine songs from DJ quick. Yes, indeed. And so Suge, I want to hear your list. Um, It's kind of tough for me because I love all his stuff, but to bring it down to nine, um, I just have to pick the ones that, you know, I'm in the car and I'm just going to go ahead and crank that. And I don't care who's next to me and they can be like, what is this nigga music? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, it's going to be what it is. No so, doubt. Uh, go ahead and give me your top nine DJ quick. Yeah. So these are in no particular order, um, you know, but I, I got to throw this one up there first just because it has it has one. of It has two of my favorites on it uh, is do I love her uh, with quick and sugar free man yeah just i'm when i heard that man and just when i you know any sugar free on any beat um to me is just straight comedy and just the way he puts puts things together um in his pimp style 
to me is just comedy. Like if you just go and just listen to some the sugar free alone, it's worthy. And then when you throw him in quick on the same song, it's epic. So I had to start there again. Do I love her? That's a that's that's always in my rotation if I'm going to listen to any any uh, quick joints. Yes. Um, The quick grooves. I love those, man. There's really a lot. Some of them are short. Some of them a little bit longer. Just them instrumentals because you get to hear what he's able to bring together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And he's like, these ain't even worth worthy of nobody being on. So I'm just going to put them on there. So I always appreciated his uh, his quick grooves because I know he produced those shits. Um, Loked out hood. Whoa, you're digging deep. I like it in the yeah, crates. Man. Okay. That whew, that's young quick too. That's that's yeah. that that's that young spitter, you know. Um and that's when I really got hooked on quick was back in those days. Um dollars and cents. Of course, classic. Classic. Uh talking tonight, about MC eight. Yep. Yeah. Tonight, classic. Um pitch in on a party. Doesn't get enough credit, but it's it's cold. Yeah, man. And it's like the 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 one of the parts in that song is, you know, when you can when a when an artist can paint you in 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 their head, right? And you there with them. And when when the when the cat unplugs the stereo and then the whole song cuts out and shit. Yeah. Yo, that that to me is like that's genius. Yeah. That's where that's that's where genius comes into music, man. And to me, quick as a genius. Um Let's see. Uh, put it on me. Yep. You know, uh, that was two legends on that one, man, as well. Um, just collaborating. That's what I'm saying. It's two when two producers get together like that. It's 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 magic, man. And that's that's a song that just that that was different. You know, um, born and raised in Compton. Mm hmm. Um, and you know, I gotta. This is another one to me from that balance and options, and I gotta talk about balance and options because that that whole album to me was dope. But I don't want to party with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's another one too. Um, you know, um, just cold blooded beat and just him smooth over them. You know what I mean? And uh, I gotta throw another one honorable mention for me. Change the game. Yeah. I like that, especially yeah. change the game was great because it had Mossberg on that. Yeah. Um, and we never no got doubt. to see the the high potential of Mossberg because he was mm-hmm. murdered. But uh, yeah, Mossberg was was going. He was going to be the big of the West Coast for sure. He no was doubt. going. He was huge. And so, he had man quick had him just full of game. Yeah, he did. Just man, it was it was, you know, it was it was kind of like. And I'm not saying that they're they're the same or anything like that. But to me, when I think about him, Nip, all that it just re- he even though he even though a lot of cats know and love him, he became more well known after he passed. Right. But them cats is just ready to blow. Like Mossberg was one of them cats. Well, he was man. he was ready to blow. So. Ready to blow, man. Just just Sad. take that shit to a whole different level, man. Yeah, man. Um. I'll roll with mine. So start that. Well, I have an order, but we'll go off. So well off off of the balance, balance and options album is just something special to me. I love that song. Just smooth. Uh, nobody 
featuring Sugar Free. So that song itself was basically Sugar Free and Quick uh, getting over their bullshit and linking up and making a video and, and getting down. And you know, like you said, you put Sugar Free and Quick on a track, it's good. There was a Connected project um, back in the day. And there's a song called Hotel that has Sugar, Sugar Free and Mossberg and all them. Hey, that shit slaps. That's a crazy song, man. I, I remember that one. And then I'm going with the Bomb Bud, right? So it, if you go through DJ Quick's catalog, he's got the Bomb Bud songs that you just sit back and roll one and smoke to. And uh, them Bomb Bud songs... I mean, he started with the original one and then they got fancier and very, uh, so many instruments into it. And he's very talented with that side. So, uh, the bomb, but just like Compton, where he talked about four cities, uh, just trying to imitate and be hard like, like everybody else. Uh, that was a great song. Born and raised in Compton, of course, put them on. Um, let's get down. So we got quick and then one of my favorite R&B groups, Tony, Tony, Tony. Hey, can't get any better than that. Um, Quick definitely cemented himself in the pop world and in the R&B world with that song for sure. Dollar and Cents because he was talking shit, and that was on the Minister Society soundtrack, and that was when he was on Death Row and uh, just just going hard. And then Tonight. Tonight is a classic, and a lot of these young rappers need to go back and study hip-hop and there's certain artists that just have classic songs that put them on that give you a feel. So tonight, to me, really gave birth to some West Coast shit that we've never seen or heard before mm-hmm. from from the blood side. Right. Like we we heard from Easy and all these guys, but you never heard a guy from the red side out here giving us this music. And the video stood out because the dude is laying in a bathtub. <laughs> in the middle of a field that's purple. And then he has these little scenes where you're open the fridge and it has all these forties in it. And I think that's where we got it in college where we would load up and have uh Saint Ives forties and do all these things and have parties and everything. So uh tonight is a classic album. But a lot of people you need to go back and Google DJ Quick and look at his catalog of what he produced. I mean he's been on Jay Z albums. You know, the black album which was supposed to be Jay-Z's last album, he wanted the top producers on there. So Quick was on there with Pharrell and Kanye. So yep. just to let you know. And he produced uh for all of Death Row, second to none. And uh, you know, as we said, he had Mossberg and then the great motherfucking sugar free, the P from mm-hmm. Pomona. Yeah. So Yeah, man. That that pimp for Pomona, man, just he's got that that lyrical style, man, that like just just beat bar after bar after bar. It's just like pimp slapping you. We're going to have a sugar-free day. Where yeah, we're going to have to have a sugar-free one. We're going to have a full sugar-free day because sugar-free yeah. is something else. He is, man. Yeah. And that dude is just the the comedy that comes out of there. Um, whew, man. He yeah. will, he'll have you thinking like, he'll, he'll sell you some shit. You, you might, you know, not be, you might not have to even buy. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never lied about that. For real, man. Sugar free is a, a real one. So yeah. it's quick, man. Yeah, so quick. we, we yeah. shout out to y'all cats. Yeah, for real. Our, our, our childhood 
or us growing up and listening to that kind of set a mood and you guys told her story. So we, we mm-hmm. really appreciate that. Um, let's, before we get into the pars and prep section of the week, um, we all love golf and we want to look fly and be looking good and stay stylish. And there's a lot of golf brands out there, but golf gents can keep you laced from the master's line to all kind of hip hop quotations. So let's hear from golf gents. We all need practice. So why not practice in style? Golf Gents has the dopest gear for the weekend golfer. From the wasted hat line to the master's line, Golf Gents has you covered. For being a friend of Don't Be Alarmed, use code WASTED and receive 20% off your order. Head on over to www.golfgents.com. Thank you, Golf Gents. That's what we rock on this show. And we Hell yeah. Yes, indeed. So let's get into pars and preps. We played in a tournament this weekend, the Hard Knock Slice Tournament, and we played at Todd Creek, and that course was whooping our ass. There was no, out of the 12 players that played, there was no one that left there uh, unscathed. There was winners and there was losers, but all of us took our lashes out here. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, especially uh, to hole number 15, uh, <laughs> fuck off for good. <laughs> so with that, we thought we would talk about, because I needed some peace, Suge needed peace, a few people on our Hard Knock Slice tournament needed some peace and, and to be in a better state of mind with their nerves and pressure. So we wanted to chat about Seven tips to crush the nerves and to play well. And this article is on the golfstateofmind.com. So let's start with number one. It says be prepared. And this is not like um, being prepared for your game, like making sure your swing is right and all that stuff. We already know that you should be showing up and ready for that. But making sure your gear is right cleaning your bag is organized you know so there's less things that you have to worry about um i like to prepare and and make sure that my my clubs are clean um i have my balls marked and everything i have my gloves um i even lay out my outfit like a school kid uh the night before cuz i'm excited to go out and play with my friends and uh just have fun golfing shug how do you get prepared uh yeah so for me i'm usually on cp time Anyway, so <laughs> I, I usually have to, for me, I have to get ready a little bit earlier. Um, but I do the kind of, you know, do a lot of the same things, make sure that things are clean, um, kind of know what I already want to play. Um, could try to think about shots before I get out there um, and how I want to kind of approach things if I get into trouble. So I try to think about a lot of that, 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 you know, those items when I'm, leading up two days before, but also, you know, that night sometimes, man, I, I'm the type of person that if I know I got to do something where I'm amped to do it, I have a hard time sleeping. So can't, cannot say that I haven't been up trying to swing in the middle of the night. Oh boy. You're taking it to another level. Yeah. Trying to get right. Yeah. Well, that brings us to number two, stick to your routine. So 
um, when you show up to the course or the night before, you should have a routine that kind of gets you ready for your round. Um, your your warm up, you know, and your pre shot routines, you know, kind of remember those things. And so, I mean, for me, my routine is I make sure I stretch for sure. Getting a little older, uh, body doesn't uh, loosen up like I want it to sometimes. And as you saw in the last tournament when we were on the on, on the driving range, there was a few of us stretching that kind of looked like a yoga class. So uh, you got to stick to your routine and then your pre shot routine. You know, a lot of people get out there. And have a pre-shot routine. For me, I like to line the ball up, make sure it's it's in my stance, take a deep breath, and then uh, swing. And I actually have been trying to learn to slow it down. That's in my routine now so that I make good contact. But I used to be super fast, and I still play fast. So uh, what's your routine that you have, Suge? So for me, it's it's really, you know, the it's the setup. You know, I'm trying to set up the same way and approach each shot very similarly um it's not the same for every club but i try to take a similar approach so that way in my mind i'm trying to swing very easy very you know calculated um that's what i have to work on for me it's i have to stick to the routine that i've set because what i'm what i've allowed myself to do is to listen to a lot of different tips and not to say that tips aren't good, but they come from all different, all different ways. Right. So I still got to always tell myself, I know what, I know what I'm comfortable with, you know? Right. Yeah. So I think for me and I, and it's staying close to the staying like uncomfortably close, like prom night, you know, (laughs) trying to, trying to, you know, trying to be out there, getting it yes sir you know you got to be out there like prom night man you got to be close to that to to that club when you swing and i think that's where for me that's where i get out of whack the third step was visualize success so a lot of people go out to golf and they're nervous they're like oh i shoot bad like just just dogging themselves out talking about how bad they shoot you got to have that confidence and then saying like like c pipes he was like, man, I'm going to come out here and play well and do all that stuff. Like, he's confident in his game. Uh, smooth, I, man. Smooth. And I'm I'm still out here. Uh, I'm pretty pretty positive and visualizing success for myself, and I play pretty well. And you just it's just a confidence about yourself. MD has that confidence. He's a repeating champ, and uh, he likes to talk shit about it. So don't talk about yourself in a losing way. Even if your game is fall fell off and you're not that good, I mean, you, you, you kind of got to just say visualize success. Say, hey, I'm going to win this hole. I'm going to win these nine holes. I'm going to win these 18 holes. So uh, visualize success. So how are you visualizing success? I think you just got to be confident. Like even if you're like that, I've seen a, I've, in just watching all the rounds in the rounds that I've played, you know, recently see a lot of um, hesitance, right? I think you can't hesitate. I think you have to, you got to visualize, okay, I'm going to go up here and I'm going to hit this ball and I know it's going to be a good shot. Just go do it. Right. Um, I think a lot of times you get up there. I think the longer you sit there and stare at it, the more bad things that creep in your head. And I think the, the, for me, now I understand, I have a better understanding of why 
a lot of cats like to play faster because you don't have time to think. You just get up there and hit the ball. But I see a lot of, I have just seen more and more people do better when they do that. And they're not sitting there thinking about every single aspect of the shot. Right. Chocolate dropper. Hey, when you don't think about it and you just get up there and hit that ball, you're a dangerous person. I've seen it. So um, the next one, control your emotion. So golf is up and down. There's no um, ifs, ands, or buts about it. The the top pro in the world, Tiger, has had problems, and he's going to have his ups and downs. Um, you just kind of got to learn how to ride that wave and control your frustration. It's really hard to do that. You're pissed off at yourself. Um, I don't know about others, but I like to compete and I can be competitive. Um, and I had to learn how to calm that down a little bit. So the frustration, because when you add frustration and adrenaline out there and everything, your shit's going to fall off and you start making adjustments, doing things that are outside of your game. And it's just going to be fucked off. Um, and then also just playing with your friends and enjoying yourself and and kind of thinking about that, just enjoying where you're at. Like we're out here having fun and and doing your thing. So uh, controlling your emotions. So what do you do to control your emotions, Shook? Well, I kind of didn't do that on the on the the back nine <laughs> of uh, Todd Creek, but that you know shit happens. I think that for me, I gotta I gotta be patient and know that. I'm still that I'm that I'm still, you know, learning a lot about this, about this game where, you know, where the frustration points are. Right. So, yeah, um, you know, I had some really great shots and then, you know, I'm thinking about, oh, the next one has to be just as great. So I think, you know, it, for me, I had to find for, for me, the peaceful place was to realize that I'm out here chilling, hanging out. You know, it's better than doing any kind of you know, yard work or any kind of bullshit, you know, bed, bath and beyond if there's time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes the wife would be dragging you to places you don't want to go, you know, uh, but I'm, I'm a real one, man. I don't hold purses. So, you know, <laughs> better hold that yourself. Yeah. Love you, but girl, but hold it yourself. Yeah, man. Um, can't be that dude. Yeah. But yeah, I just, a peaceful place, man, for me was just realizing that I'm out there with the fellas and hanging out when you know it could be different so that's where i go nice it's funny you say peaceful place so that was the next one so it says to be able to shut your brain off and think about a peaceful place while you're out there so it all intertwines so for me that's what i go to like i'm out here with all my friends and you wouldn't be in this group if we weren't friends right and so it's a good time. We challenge each other. We talk shit to each other. We drink with each other. Uh, we wind down. And the part I look forward to in the tournament, to be honest, is the end. After we finish playing, we shoot the shit. We talk shit to each other. We update each other on on family and friends and any ongoing things that are going on and just kind of catch up Um with life, even though we most of us still talk weekly and stuff, but it's just a good time to unwind and have fun and and have a few few drinks and and chill. Um, but I also to find my peaceful place. Not only thinking about that is uh, music kind of helps me, so I'll play music in the cart because it kind of helps with my nerves. But then you'll see me walk, and I know there's a lot of people in our tournament that will get out of the cart, 
mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. slow themselves down and walk. So mm-hmm. I suggest that because if you walk to your ball and you can kind of visualize your shot and just kind of remember where you're at, kind of calm yourself down, get the adrenaline low. Um, and then, then you're back into your, to your lane. So, uh, what are you doing to find peace? Breathe. Yes. Like just trying to, trying to breathe, man. Um, cause I notice, you know, again, if you're tense, your hands get tense, you're not breathing, you're like holding that club tight. And that's when, you know, that you four <laughs> going to help, gonna have to yell or shit. Man, I saw uh, recently a dude hit a ball that went backwards. So, you know, you got to be careful, man. (laughs) You got to be careful. But I noticed to find your peaceful (laughs) place, you just, you kind of, you got to, you got to get there, man. Um, And again, you know, if you can't get there, maybe the, the, you're going to hear about this later in, in my hate segment, but, you know, the cart girls, they have shots. So, you know, Make sure you take one of those. That might help you yeah. find your peaceful place. Yeah. And then the the last important one that I thought was important out of this article was trust your swing. Um, you've spent all this time practicing. You are who you are. Show up with however you are and do your thing. Stop trying to change your shit in between. Um, a lot of us have learned that and we just grind through. Eventually our swing is going to come back to us, but you got to grind through it and it sucks and it can get on your head and stuff, but stay with your swing. And sometimes it's like, stop listening to motherfuckers trying to give you advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and motherfuckers that are over that are not a scratch golfer, stop giving motherfuckers advice, you know, like, yeah, we want to help and it will be cool. But if, if you are a 32 handicap nigga, don't tell me shit because my handicap's better than you. I don't want to hear shit from you. Uh, uh, it's it's just it's just the nature of it, right? So you stay in your lane and work on your swing because I'm not built how you are. I'm not who you are, and you know sometimes you just gotta kind of tune that out. And it and it can work on on a person that's that's new or coming back to the game. Um, and sometimes I have to remember that too. Like to stop giving advice. Like you want to help and do stuff, but uh, stay true to your your swing and trust your swing. What say you, Suge? Yeah, you just you said it right there, man. Stay true to your swing and make sure that what works for you is is something that you're comfortable with. Because when you start trying to tinker and tweak, I'm gonna try this and try that. It, it doesn't work, man. You gotta just be comfortable with what you got. There's ways to probably gain power um to gain you know distance on your shots but i think you have to figure out what's what works best for you how to hit certain clubs um and i think that it's it's an evolving curve because as you're you, as you get older your body's going to change so i think if you continue to to try to change your swing you're only gonna you're only gonna end up probably being a worse golfer instead of sticking to what got you there right so do all these things and um, make sure if you ever forget it, go out to golfstateofmind.com. It's called seven tips to crush nerves and perform your best golf under pressure and stay positive and stay positive and get yourself there. You'll notice that some of the pros that, that um, are out there, they get, even if they have a bad shot, they know how to center themselves. I know tiger and Phil started chewing gum 
Um, that was mentioned in, in a few articles I've read. Like it just helps you focus. Um, and they've even done the CBD gum stuff. So um, just a lot of different things. I know for me, if I have two shots of crown, nothing more, nothing left. Two shots of crown. Hey, man, I, I get to firing at that at that pin. So I have to remember that uh, after I got my two shots, I start playing well last week. So um, kind of got to remember that. So whatever, whatever in it, it don't have to be, it don't have to be the lick. It could be shit. Take, take it's, you know, I think it's almost, it's almost taking a break, right? Cause even when you take, if you take a shot, whether it's liquor, you know, it could be, it could be some Gatorade, could be a Pepsi for all I give a shit, but yeah. you're taking a moment from what you're doing to focus on something else. I think that break helps, man. Yep. I agree. So our tournament breeded a lot of hate this week. Um, I'm sure there's things that we could hate on all around. And so we're going to go into our hate section of the week. Um, we're going to talk about the hate of the week, something that just uh, you want to talk about and hate on. So actually, we have some hate sent in to us, uh, emailed into us. Um, and oh, boy. It was told that hey, we have a great show, um, and they listened to uh, last week's episode, and Martin was on the show, and they said they noticed our cousin had a lot of noise in the background, and how come they couldn't go in a quiet space? And the reason why he couldn't go is because he was traveling, and we caught them, caught Martin in the middle of his quest, and he decided to go on a show, and he was with your mama traveling for one of their monthly rendezvous, and uh, she was on a business trip with him. So we do what the fuck we want, and we have a guess on how the fuck we want, and uh, if you don't appreciate it, and he gave a lot of insightful information, uh, there's a couple things you can do, and you can lick. These nuts. Okay. Now. Yeah. And yeah, man, I mean, if you, you know, we meet people where they are. So my man is out there working, making moves and doing the right things for he and his. So that's why we appreciate it. And we will meet our guests where they are. Yeah. Period. Period. Um, And that goes into my hate. So last week I hated on the golf marshals. And I'd be damned this week. If we didn't run into some martial bullshit at Todd Creek. So short story is they had a twosome tee off in front of our first group of our tournament. That was 15 or 20 minutes late. Everyone's tee times were stacked up on each other. You have some good players and you have some bad players. Todd Creek is a retired or 55 and up uh, community. You have some good golfers out there. There's going to be a lot of complainers out there. Those complainers can get these nuts. We don't give a fuck about you. We're out there playing golf. It's on the weekend. Settle the fuck down. So uh, we're behind in time. Our first group uh, got chastised by the marshal. Second group really got laid into. Uh, I'm actually surprised that a couple of the homies in the second group, uh, after their lashing and altercation with the marshal, uh, the marshal didn't get a two piece. Um, so he should be thanking his lucky stripes on that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that boom, ping, ping. Yeah. And so the marshal wanted us, uh, to speed up play so that the people in the back of the tournament, uh, could get through because I guess they were calling and complaining. Um, so he wanted, uh, the tournament to skip a hole. 
which would actually adjust and screw up all the scoring and how things are. So a couple of groups uh, skipped the hole and they missed out on it. The group I was in, the last group, uh, we played the hole. We told the marshal we were playing on it. And the marshal offered a, which my cousin fought for, which shout out to him, which is crazy, a one-hole rain check. I don't know if I'm driving all the way to Todd Creek to play one hole, but it's comedy that this marshal agreed to it. So um, marshals out there. Either get young, realize that your job is not that serious, have fun, you're out there watching golf and just trying to keep things moving along. Stop hiring these grumpy-ass old men out here. Um, And, you know, you guys, maybe you guys got the COVID courage, but here soon somebody's going to give you a two-piece if you keep fucking with them. So uh, the the old grumpy-ass marshals, you can get – both of my nuts. These nuts. Shook, on to you. Yeah, man. The Marshall shit is getting out of control for sure. Um, but it is what it is. Um, so we'll see if some of them cats can, you know, take a break. You're you're sitting here, you know, these these guys have paid to play, man. So I agree with you, brother, on that shit. Um, but I'm going to get into two hates here. I'm going to try to be quick, but I just want to get into motherfuckers who can't use turn signals. <laughs> you know, a lot of my shit is car related because I feel like in your car, there's a lot of things that are automatically put on them motherfuckers to help you navigate through life and through the streets. But when I see motherfuckers not use their goddamn turn signals, that shit irks me to no end. And <laughs> I think everyone kind of has one car that just gets, it seems to like every time it, every time you have a fucking, some kind of an issue, it seems to be the same kind of a car. Well, uh, Nissan Murano's are my motherfucking nemesis when it comes to <laughs> vehicles. And last week had two motherfuckers. I had to basically slam on my brakes because they weren't they couldn't be cool enough to use their goddamn turn signal like sometimes you're gonna get somebody hurt man or somebody gonna hurt your ass because you saw you know i use my blinker bitch you know (laughs) shout out to my man will smith (laughs) you saw my blinker whatever it wasn't that the name of that song it was something it was something like that yeah something like that you saw my blinker bitch but but yeah man i cannot stand motherfuckers who don't use them shits is if you don't if you if your shit does not work, you know what? Take your shit over and get a new bulb, get a new fuse, get at whatever the fuck you need to fix your shit because you're gonna man, you pissing people off, man, for sure. And then I'm gonna say this to all these courses out here who have plenty of money and can pay people what they need to be paid to offer the services that you normally would expect on a golf course. Okay. So a lot of these places, they don't want you to really bring anything with you to drink, but yet I don't see any fucking cart chicks out there or, you know, cart ladies or cart dudes or whatever they're, whatever cart folks is out there. I don't care if it's a dog driving the cart. As long as that dog can process the payment, and can get me whatever I need to drink or want to eat off that cart. 
you I just know. find it amazing, man, that the, a lot of these courses, they don't offer that. Like, but you sit there and pay 80 fucking dollars to play. I think that's amazing to me. Every once in a while, you get the cool car girls that will make sure that they go around and get through there in time. But there, some of them are just chilling and it gets yeah. a little tough. It's tough, man. But you, then, like, you still got to bring your own supply. Fuck yeah, em. you bring your own shit. Like I said, I'm on, I'm on that kick, man. Until I start seeing more and more and more services out there that you know should be out there. Some places are better than others. I will say that we played some places. They're right on it, and then some are just like well, you wouldn't think that they're. You would think that they would be on it. And they're not, and they are not. Well, that wraps up our. Hey, 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 hey. section of the week sure let's get into the golf gig and song of the week give us a rundown another banger and this is uh this is i mean we continue to bless y'all and we continue to just show you drink you know just bringing you to the light with cut after cut after cut after cut this is ain't say shit by currency jay worthy and fendi p from the newly dropped jet life Family recordings too. Y'all gonna love it. Yes. Soon as they let the coops off the truck, they called us. Spent a hundred thousand just to race it. The dealership called us when they made it. Presidential roller in the magic bracelet. Cause she seen it all go down and ain't say shit. She seen it all go down, she ain't say shit. Big deal, watch real. Big difference, waiting to feel. Skinny ties, large wheels. A couple mil. This ain't no Airbnb. We own a couple of these. Overlooking the beach where we rarely be. Up in that bitch, but that bitch is really for me. Like your bitch for me. I was meant to be high as fuck, wearing dickies in my Bentley. Bought another chain last night just to see the diamonds twinkling in the gas station light. Don't get tried trying to be a light. This not the rest, just that jet light. You never see us, I'm always out of sight. No more free game, I'ma sell a highlight. Rolled up that endo, cause we back outside. Spent a hundred thousand on it just to race it. The dealership called us when they made it. Presidential roller in the magic bracelet. Cause she seen it all go down and ain't say shit. She seen it all go down, she ain't say shit. Man, that's a banger right there, Chief. No doubt, no doubt. Man. Hey, shout out to Currency too, because Currency yeah. be out there on his grind. He brings people in like Fendi P and does his thing. He'll pop in and appear on stuff. But he been out there. Don't sleep on Currency's catalog. Mm-mm. Not at all. It's just a, a you know younger younger generation man, but they doing the things that have been laid down. They, it reminds me of you know, taking, taking the torch and doing something better with it. You know what I mean? And leaving hip hop in a better place than you found it and currency and, and, 
that whole um, that whole Jet Life family, they're they're making sure that that they put in a stamp on it. Indeed. So it's that time of the show where we give shout outs. And so, Suge, it's your time to give your shout outs. Yeah. Shout out always to my family. Um, appreciate all the love and support. Uh, just trying to, you know, navigate through this thing we call life one day at a time, um, you know, and uh, you just got to look out for one another. Um, I'll shout out to the fellas. Um, shout out to, you know, um, the Hard Knock Slice crew. Uh, appreciate the the weekends there. You know, this is where this is where it always should be. You know what I mean? doing things with your, with your friends, enjoying life. Um, because that's, 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 you know, that's what it's about, man, taking it day by day and, you know, tournament by tournament, swing by swing. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to shout out my fam bam for the support, but also let me do my thing. As I say, every week, uh, they just let me dream and to, to go after things and uh, just figure it out. And I have fun and uh, you can't get any better than that. Shout out to the hard knock slicers. We, man, we all took our lashes this last weekend. There were some of us that were pissed off, um, but we, we still love each other, have fun. And uh, that's what it's all about. Um, shout out to Bushwood, which is up to no good. I love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the listeners, man. Like our listeners are growing. Um, unique listeners are growing. I appreciate it. Um, we're just a couple of homeboys talking about the game that we love um, and just throwing our little sprinkle on it and having our friends come on and throw their sprinkle on it. And we just want to sprinkle y'all with our sprinkles. So we doing that. Um, and then this is a special shout out. So special shout out to uh, a couple of my homeboys uh, and their families. Uh, Neek and Marcy for sending DD to golf camp, uh, Lindsay and Vaughn for sending Jay and Jet to camp, and then shout out to to myself and my family uh, for sending Kalen to golf camp. So shout out to DD, Jay, and Jet, and my mm-hmm. son Kalen. They're at golf camp this week, uh, watching them, and it's cool to see that they're embracing. At first, they were a little shady on it. I mean, my son loves golf, but the other three were a little shady. Like I'm not sure. But now they got the itch and they love it and they've been going and they appreciate it. And that's what it's about. We want to grow the game of golf and push them. And I think this made an impact on them that they'll want to do camps and play uh, golf as much as they can with us and also play in high school. So um, I really appreciate them just taking a chance to get outside of that because they play all the other sports. But for them to take a chance on golf. This is what our show is about and diversity is about and us just trying to grow the game. So mm-hmm. shout out to those those four kids uh, for doing their thing and and trusting their unk and to uh, talking them into going out there and playing golf. So no doubt, man. That's should, what's up. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and wrap us up. Yeah, as we always say, man, take care of each other, but take care of yourself. We appreciate you listeners. If you like us. Tell somebody else and let them listen to this and experience this uh, this conversation and join the conversation with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, and we may or may not add it to the show. Right. Because we hate it. So and we're the biggest haters out there. Hey, sometimes another shout out to you folks. Enjoy the 4th of July. Be but safe. don't get crazy. 
Be safe. We don't need no other Pierre Pauls out there. Careful with your fingers out there on the fireworks. But enjoy. Have drinks. Don't drink and drive. And as Shook says. Peace. Indeed. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro. Negro, please. Negro, please. This is El Negro.